You are now tuned into the Urban Products with your favorite host, DME and Cozy Rich. Yo, you already know what it is. You're listening to The Urban Products. It's your boy, DME. It's your boy, Cozy Rich. The gang is back. The gang is back. You feel me? It's been a minute since it's just been us two. It's just Rich and myself. You feel me? Welcome back. You are listening to The Urban Product. I believe this is episode 180. We finally got out of the 170s. This is episode 180. Rich, how you doing? I'm doing very well today. It's actually been a, a great day. Weather's been nice. I've been productive. Had a good day at work. I went to the gym. Mm-hmm. I saw the family. Like I, I feel, I feel good. I'm in a great mood. Like I said, today's always a good day. But how about you, bro? I'm doing well. Also, finally getting to hold on my life, which is great. We made a little switch to uh, help out my schedule. Because I got a busy-ass life going on. And honestly, the Switch has been helping me out so far. And I'm appreciative of everyone, you know, moving that piece for me, you know. I really appreciate y'all for that. But we're doing great. It's currently a Wednesday. It's the first day of fall. Summer is officially over. I'm sad as hell, but I'm going to send summer off the right way. You feel me? We always got to open up the show with a little bit of vibe. So this is my goodbye to the summer. You feel me? Rich, you may not know this song. It's all right. If you do, you're going to get to know this song. And, oh, just vibe out for me just a little bit. Just a little bit. We try no strings attached. Yes. It only brought me closer Please turn my laptop up. Okay. Turn up Rich's vocals while you're at it, please. But none of them could hold up to you. My mama ain't raised me to be shaky. Ain't giving you up, I give it daily. Just give me a sign, don't need to say it. I run the vibe, give me baby. Yes. I give my love for your time. Ain't nothing, it's a fair exchange. Covered in very slides, but you can't see me still. I give my love for your time. Ain't nothing, it's a fair exchange. Always oh, ain't no much more. Oh, no, no, no. We see eye to eye. But we know when it's the perfect time. Fire, bro. It's crazy. Shorty thought that I was annoying during Leo season. Fall, winter? I'm actually. I bring on my hoodies? Hey, y'all, so rap for y'all, respectfully, you feel me? I'm, I'm <laughs> happy. I'm happy summer's over, to be honest. It's, this shit was hot. This summer was hot as shit, so I'm glad. Like, it's been the last two weeks, I feel like it's been perfect weather. 60, 70 degrees, mad cool out. Yeah, I just hate those random bursts of rain that be going down you feel me i'm never prepared when it starts raining like i'll be chilling with just like a t-shirt and some sweats or some shit and then out of nowhere boom it starts raining and a few minutes later thunder lightning everywhere and i'm like dog this wasn't even forecasted i don't even got a jacket i don't got an umbrella now i'm walking through the streets looking like an idiot oh yeah if you are on the streets when it's happening stay up stay up it's crazy yeah whenever that should be happening i'll be in the crib cozied up anyway like that shit's perfect i love the rain nah i feel you i like um I like the fall, like when the leaves start turning colors and like it really becomes true sweater, sweat, wow, sweater weather. Um, when it becomes that time, I'm in my bag, bro. Like you, you see me when I'm chilling in my cozy fits. I but when like- I get to be cozy and fashionable. <laughs> That's a different bag that you nah, see. Nah, I feel that. I, I, I love the I love the fit you're able to make with the sweaters. No bullshit. But I feel like yo fall season, like transitioning when you get into winter, like that's stack up season. Mm-hmm. It's just like so easy to stack up your bread and just save so much money. So I'm looking forward to that too. True, because you're not really spending your money on um, 
bullshit. Yeah. That's how I'd say it. You're like, hey. you know how like in the summer you're more likely to spend on bullshit. Hey. In the winter, not a lot of people outside like that. You ain't gotta really stunt for anybody or anything. So you get to save up your money. You feel me? Maybe you're not sharing drinks with the gang. Maybe you're not burning up the entire gang. So you get to rack up a little bit and save some shit for yourself. Yeah, niggas just ain't ain't aren't our niggas aren't as active in the fall as all it is. Therefore, yeah. not as much opportunity to blow the bag. Facts. Unless, unless if you got fantasy leagues out there, you feel me? Facts. I heard the streets are looking tough for a lot of y'all. <laughs> it's looking so tough for a lot of y'all. But, hey, it's the game we play. That's why I don't do that shit. I don't have enough time to keep up with sports um, because I feel like I've seen people play their leagues and, like, put some serious money into it and then – they're on that shit literally every game. Every game that's on TV, they got to be um, updating their uh, team or, like, the league or some shit. And I just don't got that time. Yeah, fantasies. Yeah, fantasy football. I don't do fantasy football. I do fantasy basketball because I, I just know the players more in basketball. But football, them niggas get hurt every freaking week, bro. So I feel like I've seen, like, dudes in my office, like, they have fantasy teams. I've seen one dude had a great week. Next week – Three of his players injured. His team is trash now. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm not. And, yo, they each put like $200 in. So I'm like, uh, I'm good. I'm good on that because I just lost $200. Yeah. But to those of you that do play it, I respect it. For me, I, I don't like putting money on that shit because to me, it takes the, the joy away from the game. Mm. I be getting stressed when I see this nigga ain't producing. My team is trash. This defense is trash. So fantasy football, nah, I don't do that shit. Fantasy basketball hasn't started yet, fair to say. Season hasn't started, therefore, yeah, can't do the basketball yet. But when it does, I'll be I'll be into it. Mm. I'll be into it. How bad do you think the Celtics are fucked for this year? Honestly, so so you know what? You, you know what happened? I'm nice with the transition. You know, you know so how let's get right? into the you show, know, you feel yeah, me? You know so, I mean, the Celtics, they just started training camp. But without their head coach, Ime Udoka, for, for all of you watching this show, I think you all know why he is not with the team. But for the for those of you that don't know, let me let me reiterate. This man, Ime Udoka, is the Celtics head coach. Last year brought him to the finals, first year as a head coach. This man was on a pedestal. You can do no wrong. You know what I mean? But this man did wrong. Last, uh, apparently, he had been having a consensual relationship with... <laughs> A consensual relationship with a, a female Celtics employee that we do not know. I hate that term. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> apparently that consensual relationship turned negative. I don't know. But he did some shit to her, which made her complain to, to Celtics management and the organization. And it was so bad that it made Matt Barnes, who's an NBA analyst, re- Take back what he said and just say, when the truth comes out, we will all be utterly shocked. Because this is the NBA. This is not new of hearing players, coaches, fucking other women. We all know Ime Udoka has a wife named Nia Long. Nia Long is on a pedestal in the black community. You know what I mean? For all her roles back in the day, Friday, for example. But Ime Udoka fucked up. This man fucked with the wrong person's wife, I think, in my opinion. As a result, he's suspended for the whole year. To answer your question, I don't think the Celtics are going to be shit or be trash. I think it's going to affect them, definitely, because the head coach, you know, creates the game plans, builds morale, mm -hmm. discipline, disciplines these dudes, gets them focused, all that shit. 
So he was a good voice because I think he got a lot out of Jason and, and Jalen. But I, I I forget who they're uh, having replace him. I think it's their assistant, Joe Mazzula yeah, or whatever. Yeah, one of the assistant coaches. Yeah, one of the assistants. Man's 34 years old. I, I, I don't know how much NBA coaching experience he has personally. But I think he, he was on the staff last year with Udoka. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he learned enough from that to the point where he can apply it this year. So, I mean, he has a great foundation to build from. It's not like we're a terrible team and he's inheriting that. He's inheriting a team that went to the finals. So you just got to build on that foundation and just keep building them building blocks. So I think we're going to be good this year. I think we will make it back to the finals. I think we'll win personally because I think JT's going to get MVP. I think Jalen Brown's going to be an all-NBA player. Marcus Smart going to do his all-defensive player shit again. And then we got Malcolm Brogdon, who we got this year in, the, in from a trade. Al Horford doing his thing. Rob Williams. You know, we, we good. We good. I'm not worried about it. But, yo, pray for Eme because that man got fucked. I, I thoroughly believe he got fucked. Apparently he was doing the fucking. But <laughs> here's what I don't understand. And also I don't like something that you said. So Because I don't know if this is to be true. So you said that um, – Apparently, the woman complained. So it wasn't just like somebody found out. So apparently, report. So they found out about it like two months ago, two three months ago in like June. Oh, so this is old. Yeah, it's old. It's coming out now because apparently, recently she has made complaints about Ime Udoka. That's what the reports have said. After they already fucked. After it was consensual. Mm. So I'm very confused as to why now. You know what I mean? It's, it's confusing mm. to me. So it makes me believe he, A, Wouldn't he, leave Nia and she fucked him whole up? Oh, yeah. Well, also, mm. apparently the person I that like he was this. fucking coordinated Nia Long's travel plans and his travel plans, which is some... So made sure that she was some, away. Some dog shit. <laughs> so, just, There's a lot about this that I don't this like. This man controlled his... The woman he was having... Stop, he was cheating stop, on his wife. Stop yeah. saying consensual yeah. relationship. The woman he was cheating Please. on Nia Long with controlled Nia Long's schedule. That's crazy. Huh? I thought I thought she was part of the Celtic staff. Yeah. She, she yeah, so but like whenever she controls Nia's schedule. Like whenever Nia Long would come to Boston or come to games, travel with the team, she would coordinate all that. So this man knew her 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 schedule. So he was a devious, a devious one. There's so much shit about this that I don't like. So I, like, I think he got someone pregnant personally. So okay, okay, now okay. So just yes or no for me. So the woman was part of the Celtics organization or Celtics staff. Yes. Her husband is also part of the Celtics staff. That's what reports are saying. Supposedly, now, allegedly, allegedly, and he's also like high in the organization. They're saying it's the VP of Finance's wife. To be very specific, but that is alleged. It has not been confirmed. That's what the rumors are, though. So y'all want me to believe that Ime Udoka, in his first year <laughs> as a Celtics head coach, fucked around with somebody in the high higher ups, one of the higher ups' wife, while he was married to Nia Long. This is what I'm saying. Like in the NBA, they 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 be they be doing a whole lot of fucking, bro. They do a whole lot of fucking. So it's but not, like, I'm not I surprised feel like he cheated. It's just more of the fact that you playing with fire in your first year. You just went to the finals. You know what I mean? This you is just, your first year with the organization. He's probably feeling himself, bro. He's probably feeling untouchable. Think about a VP's wife, allegedly. Allegedly, 
Nah, that's crazy. Not nah, there's, there's a hole in the story, and like the fact that everyone's like, "Yo, you know when the truth come out, it's gonna get crazy." Even JT was like, "Dog, I found out like on Twitter, like everybody else." Like when the fact that everyone's just playing so stupid, I'm like, "There's a big hole in the story," and I, I don't, wait. I don't know what it is. The fact that you said like. He did something to to her. I, I don't. I don't no, like no, that. She said that. Okay, I don't like. I don't like that phrase at all. So I'm hoping, like, you know, nothing. It, it's a year suspension. So apparently, he. This is something bigger. He pissed somebody off because there's a lot of mystery behind it. When we I, don't really know the true facts. When I said, I don't like this whole yeah, situation, bro. When I said she uh, claimed that he did something to her, it didn't specify like if she was like harassment or if he said something. Well, they said consensual relationship. Yeah. So like. That's what I feel like is the key detail that's missing. What the fuck did he do, say, that, like, was so bad to suspend him for a year? Because, like, people have been saying in the NBA, this shit happens all the time. And never we never hear about it. Yeah. But the fact that we heard about this, he did some crazy shit. And I really want to know what kind of horny shit he did. Damn. And I know he did it, too, because his statement was like, yo... Out of respect for everyone, I'm not gonna say anything. So oh, he, he he made a statement. Yeah, he said I I'm, I apologize to the Celtics fans, staff, team, all that shit, my my family. But out of respect for the situation, I'm not gonna say anything. So I know he fucked up. Because if, if that was me, that means he did that. Yeah. shit. Because <laughs> if that was me and I ain't do that shit, I'm not apologizing. Facts. But the oh, fact that he, he did yeah, that, he shit. did that shit. Damn, Eme, stay up. Damn, hold on. Stay up. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys are stupid. Are you crazy? Are you dumb? Which one? You could pick one. Now, all, now for the for the for the people listening to this, all you should get out of this story is don't shit where you eat. It's very simple. Mm. You work where you work. You fuck where you fuck. Those are two completely different places. All right. Do not intermingle the two. You know what I mean? Do not bring your your ex, your your horniness into work. That's all I'm saying. Because situations like this can happen and and will happen more more than likely. Mm-hmm. And in a normal work environment, it's not gonna work out either way. So, mm-hmm. see so yeah. again, sex or your coworkers. Me personally, I do not believe in yeah fucking coworkers. I, I know, I know a lot of people that do. Yeah. But I'm just like I'm not gonna risk that because, for me. I'm, I know, like, if I'm fucking a coworker, if I were to do that, it would just be a, a, a quick bust down type shit. <laughs> like, it, it ain't gonna be a relationship. Yeah, I ain't trying. I, I, yeah, I got you. You I know what you. I mean? Why would I want to be in a relationship with someone at work and then deal with them at home? It's no, too that's much. Facts. That's, that's facts, way too much. Dog. So if I was to ever fuck someone at work, it just, it'd be a bust down. Fact. When I go to work, it's my time to escape. You. Exactly. Now, when I clock in, I gotta look you. Like, <laughs> I, I still gotta look at you. That'd be nah, crazy. crazy. That'd be crazy. So, <laughs> for me, I'm just like, if I were to get in a relationship at work and she gets heated at me, that's just a terrible environment to put myself in. And plus, being a man, a black man at that, if she said anything, if she said anything, <laughs> even if it was completely a lie, I'm I'm fucked. So I don't even put myself in that position because I know the consequences, the potential consequences. And for me, it's not worth it. That nut is not worth it. Mm. And if you're watching this, y'all don't even have, y'all don't even look good. So I'm like, why don't you worry about it? <laughs> you said if y'all are watching this. <laughs> no, but I hear you. I hear you. Uh, what's it called? Cat, you against it too? You, you don't mess around at work? No. 
Huh. Don't shit where you Okay, eat. I feel that. Now I feel it. I feel it. It gets messy. It How does about get you? messy. I don't agree with it. You know, if it happens, it happens. But I don't agree with relationships at work. How about fucking your coworkers? A great time is a great time. <laughs> but I do not believe in relationships at work. You ain't answering the question. I answered your question. Okay. All right. A right. great time is a great time. All right. Clock in, clock out. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But in terms of like relationships, Get her um, yeah, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that because it just, it's messiness. Like leave the personal life and the work life separate. To be, mm-hmm. to be completely honest with you. Um, Imagine beefing with your wife in the morning, and then you got to see her at work. <laughs> Just and kidding. like and yo, that energy's just you just oh, and that's why I don't like it because honestly, if y'all are beefing or if there's issues, it's gonna find some way to make it to work. Oh, of course. And like one, I'm a very private person, right? I'm an extremely private person. So like, some of my coworkers I've known for years, and to this day, they don't know shit about me. I know mad shit about them, but they barely know shit about me. Cause I'll laugh, I'll key key, but you'll never get me to share my shit. <laughs> Unless if it's something funny that yeah, I feel like sharing, you feel me? But besides that, yeah, mad people don't know shit about me, and I'm just like that. So, like, if you're forming a relationship at work, you're just leaving opportunity for everybody else to get into your business because you can be in control of what you let out. But now you got to be worried about a whole other person with that access and who they talk to and if those people can be trustworthy. It's just a big barrel of monkeys that I don't feel like juggling. You feel me? So I just decide. Yeah, yeah no, I just don't want my business getting out there. I don't like, like people talking about next me. Thing I, next thing, last thing I want to hear is, oh, shit, I hear my name being spoken around in the office. Oh, they're, they're fucking. I'm like, yeah. you feel me? Right, and what yeah. if you tell the one that I actually wanted? Facts. Was all, she was next. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, I may stay- have to edit that out. We'll see later. <laughs> but, up, yeah. Nah, but for real, though, for real, though, don't know shit where you eat and stay up. Stay up for you, mate. You don't. I, I don't think he's gonna be back ever again. That's but, uh, crazy. Okay, I don't. I don't know what he did, but hey, fuck it, bro. bro it's just like that's if you crazy. go for a whole year, I feel like they're just gonna end up firing you after that. Like, how do you come back? How do you come back to the organization? Look at your players because they definitely know the truth. They're doing an investigation, right? They already did. They already know. The now truth. they said there's an investigation going on. I guess, but that's I, why he's like suspended until further notice. No, the whole season. So he's like. Even if they find out some shit, he still can't come back? He's gone, though. I mean, I think they could probably... I mean, the team suspended him, not the NBA, so the team could do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, so he can go somewhere else if he wanted to. I mean, if another team wanted him. Oh. Maybe he could could resign. Oh, so if this plays out in his favor, he could potentially go somewhere else. What did he do? We don't know. But I'm saying, like, if everything... Okay, if the truth comes out, we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. We'll find out on the fucking... Because if what he did was bad enough... Some teams may he may not be touched. Yeah. You know I mean, niggas gonna stay away from him. They yeah. don't want that bad PR. Heard, heard, heard. All right. Well, next time on I Am Athlete, you'll find out what happened. You feel me? All right. And since we're in the world of sports, we can go from one sport to another. Hey, my another dog who's at the top, who's having trouble at home. My nigga Tom. You were in Boston too, bro, and now you're dealing with that shit in Florida, which I feel like the headache is so much bigger over there. You feel me? But Tom Brady, um, his wife, Giselle, is that Giselle Bunchen? Okay, I never took the time to learn her name. But Giselle, um, one of the Spice Girls, right? Something like that. She a model, something like yeah, that. Yeah, she a model. But apparently, maybe you can tell the story better than I, but I can tell it funny. Um, the story that I know is that, yo, Giselle is just like, dog, it's time to come home. 
Like, you've been there, done that. You won mad chips. You're the GOAT. Like, yo, your kids miss you. I miss you. You said you were done, and you went back, and now we don't know how long you're going for. Like, come home. And then, like, Brady's like, fuck that. I don't think and that's he, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's Two it. Things. But you may be able to say it better than me. No, nah, that was that was perfectly that was perfect perfect analogy. No bullshit. This nigga retired, unretired, and she got heated. <laughs> and she got heated because this man's been playing football for twenty three years. He's 40, 44, 45 now. This man has I think like a thirteen year old, fourteen year old. She's been raising them niggas alone the entire time. I feel her, but my nigga Tom gotta go win those chips. But so, yeah. So essentially, Giselle's just heated that Tom just continues to play football. See, now here's my thing, right? You knew what you were signing up for. One and second, but I also feel I understand because you. There's no way she expected this man for to be playing this long. He's the goal. Twenty three years. I wouldn't think somebody would be able to play like football in their forties too. Bro, 23. I wouldn't even want to play football that long. Mm -hmm. Like, Golds, I I honestly believe he doesn't like her. (laughs) You know what I think it is? I don't think it's that. I do think that he got a little taste of the retirement life and realized he hated that when he was like, oh, daddy's coming home. And he was like, damn, I am. I'm about to be around y'all all all the time. He don't like them, bro. Yeah, I'm going to go back and play football. You feel me? But honestly... What I feel is happening is that Brady is on the setup to try to get himself like a big, big bag. And I think he just got to keep playing a little bit more to acquire that. And Giselle's like, dog, just come home. Like, be done with it. But Brady's like, yo, you already been doing it for this long. Just do it a little bit longer until I bring home the big bag. You feel me? So, But you wouldn't respect that decision if you were Giselle? Nah, because she makes more money than him. Is that fact? Yes. Is that a fact? She makes more. You could, you could, yeah, look it up. Giselle makes way more money than him. It's not even close. <laughs> like, In that case, I understand her telling him to come home. <laughs> yeah. you could, yo, you're going to retire. You ain't going to lose any money. And anyway, he is, bro, he already got the bag. When he retires, he has a deal with Fox Sports for, a I'm pretty sure it's like 100 or 200 million. Would you settle for that? If there's, if there's potential to, to get more. To commentate games? If there's potential to get more, would you go for it? Bro, like he's niggas, to, niggas he's, are rich, but we at, he's we're still to be trying the to chase highest money. Paid, he's about to be the highest paid sports commentator without ever commentating a game before. I hear he you. might be ass at it. No, I hear you, but let's say hypothetically, if there was potential to gain even more, would you take it? Gain more in what? Money. Where? I don't know. Like for example, if he got another deal or something like that. Bro, he's forty-five. No one's giving him a truckload of money. Okay. Yeah, I, I, at least I don't think so. Heard. Heard. I wouldn't. I can't look up because um, I think one one wrong hit on Tom Brady, he's dead. He is old, he bro. Is old. No matter, I don't give a fuck about that TB12 diet, that TB12 program, whatever he be on. One hit by a big, two hundred fifty pound lineman will knock you out. He's forty five. He's they're, human. They're both at four hundred mil. He just got there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they get... say they okay, nah, so somewhere else says two fifty mil is Tom Brady and she got uh four hundred. But recently it says Tom Brady is at four hundred. So. Yeah, he just got that. Yeah, so you know if there was potential to get more and bring it home, I I understand if you've been doing it for like this long already, 
just ride it out for a little bit longer, and then you know your man will be home indefinitely. But what but what, what, the, do you, what you need to understand is, all right, Giselle is a business relationship. He is married to the game. All right, he loves football. He don't love her. That's what she needs to understand. And I, I really believe that. I really do believe that. Because there is no way in hell you're going to be away from your family for that long. Like, you don't miss your family. You don't miss your kids. You don't miss your wife. He sees them every offseason. And every time. They definitely come home in between games. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you're on the road all the time. I got to see and you during 24 the season, hours in a day, bro. During the season, you're not home that often. You're on road trips. You're traveling for games. You're practicing. You're, what do you mean, training? I see you on my phone. I'm just being like realistic, dog. Like people say there's no way for you to be in your kids' lives. I'm like, there actually is if you put in the effort, you feel me? There's ways to still be there if you're not for physically me, there. For me, I just I, I'm playing devil's advocate and I understand her her perspective and how she would feel. Like I, I I'm trying to see this through the lens of a of a mother and a wife who's doing this alone. <laughs> You don't got to do shit else. But I mean, she's rich as shit. She you got don't her nannies. Like, yo, her life is very easy. So, first world problems, rich people problems. I guess, yeah. We don't, I guess we can go off of that. But I'm just saying, dog. Like, if you knew, if you had a goal, if you set a goal for yourself, what? and you knew that it was gonna take X amount of time to achieve that goal, would you expect? Your partner to ride that out with you? My thing is, I don't think he has a goal. I think he's just doing this just to see how much can he get. Like, how many can he get at this point? Hmm. For him, I think it's just, a, it's literally a game. Like, yo, all right, word. I got six, seven. All right, let's go get eight. And the potential of the bags I can get if I had 10 on me. Bro, he ain't getting 10. He's not playing no, the 50. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> like, um, like, so I'll be surprised if he gets all, another ring, to be honest. He's already you, the GOAT. He has damn near every quarterback record there is. What? There's nothing left for him to prove. I hear you. There's nothing left for him to prove. I, I honestly think this is last year, though. Yeah, I hear you. All right, we can move on from the celebrities. Enough with the sports talk. Enough with the celebrity shit. Um, I do want to mention, we talked about this um, briefly. On the, briefly, super briefly. Towards the end of the episode. Devo. We did, it was the uh, Devo episode. We yeah, touched on it. We did touch on um, the passing of PMB Rock. Uh, he was murdered in L.A. a few weeks ago um, when he was with his girlfriend. He was murdered. And today, news came out, and they caught the um, alleged killers. I don't know if it's actual, but they did catch uh, some, su- some suspects. And it turned out to be a man and his 17-year-old son. The man, the father was the getaway driver, and his son was the shooter. Deadass? It was yeah. a father-son duo? Sheesh. Father-son duo. Kid was 17 years old. Were they gang members? I don't know. Oh. Those are the only details. We got a name and the, uh, son, who, the son who actually did it. You feel me? Uh, when I learned about that. Real, real quick, do you yeah. know how they got caught? I'm not sure. Okay. It just said that um, authorities arrested. Um, okay the alleged suspects. Um, But honestly, when I found out about it, I was sad because I always feel like it's kids that are doing these killings. You feel me? Like, it was a kid that killed Pop. It was a kid that killed X. Um, That's scary to me. Yeah. So, like, when I just find out it's just youngins that are doing it and there's just a recurring themes, it's a scary world out there. And I don't really know what they're teaching our young men nowadays. But um, honestly, that and the fact that 
his father put him up to that shit as well. Terrible father, terrible parenting to say the least. But every new detail that I hear about this story is just so sad. So other details that uh, were reported were that um, these two were already in the parking lot when PMB and his girl arrived to the Roscoe's. So they watched him walk in and then from there they made their move. Um, so I guess that eliminates all rumors of the, the girlfriend. Yeah, the girlfriend potentially accidentally leaking out um, their location. That eliminated all rumors of that. But with that being said, even all the shit that his girl got in the time I thought was extremely unfair and cruel. You feel me? Like that happened in front of her. In front of her, yo. And now she got to raise their daughter, you know, on her own. And that's just sad. And when you got the entire world blaming you for this shit too, bro. <clears throat> I can't imagine. So I pray for that woman and PMB's entire family. But just to find out these gruesome details, it do hit a, it, it hits a it hits a little hard. I'll be honest with you. Uh well, good thing that they got caught, first and foremost. But um, it's it's just unfortunate that, like you said, it is a seventeen year old and his dad because life's ruined, bro. For me, that's 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 scary as shit. Cause like you said, these little niggas do not give a fuck, and they don't even know what they're really doing, like what they're doing to their lives, and having that type of mentality is just crazy. So it's just it's unfortunate the situation that happened. R and R and B, R I P to P and B Rock, and. I don't know what else to say in the situation anymore because everything's happened so fast, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Everything's happened so fast. But, yeah, they're going to get their time. I can't wait to see how much time they get. But I just hope this shit stops because we're losing too many, too many artists at this point. Too many artists. Yeah. And like I said, I don't know what's going on with the new young generation. I don't know what hardships they're being put through to make them feel like they got to live a life like this. But, nah, that shit is sad to see. Like, I'm thinking me, myself, I think I haven't seen my first weapon until I was, like, maybe 22 or 23. But you got kids walking out there. Like, little little kids, and they're holding. And I'm like, why? Why? (laughs) I'm like, why, dog? You just got to walk home from school. And if it's a scary walk, I get that. But I'm just like... You got to hold something on you? Like, that's just crazy. Um, but, yeah, prayers uh, to everybody involved. It's a really sad story. And um, if any updates come out again after this, I'll be sure to inform you. But just a sad situation altogether. And I wanted to just take a moment to actually send our condolences because, you know, I feel like it was brief the last episode. So wanted to take this time to do that. I will say, though, we don't know the environments that they, they are in. These kids? Yeah, these kids are in. So... I don't know why why they are carrying. They may have a good, perf- perfectly good reason to carry. I will say this though, mm-hmm. I see people around here carrying. I'm just like, there's really no reason for that. You live in Massachusetts, you live in Malden, Somerville, Everett, Cambridge. You're creating the you're creating the problems. There are no problems. I believe that as well. I don't really live that life, so I can't really talk much about it. But like, what I can say is. I agree. I don't feel like there's that much trouble out here, but I think if you're looking to cause trouble, it's very easy to find it, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean. mean. Yeah, yeah like, like I feel like there isn't any issues out there, but if niggas want to talk crazy, they can all of a sudden create <laughs> an problem. issue. Yeah. yeah, and out of nowhere, and when you're like, no disrespect. 
But when niggas really don't know how to fight, <laughs> when niggas really don't know how to fight, they take drastic measures. And it's sad, but like, yo, take a self-defense class. Go Facts. take some boxing nah, lessons. Nah. Niggas like, really got go, go karate. Like, bro, there's other ways to deal out these issues. No bullshit. Bro. Niggas People can't got, fight, bro. Niggas gotta learn that it's okay to to throw up the ones and take an L. Take an L yeah, and just move okay. on with your day. Move on and just squash the beef right then and there. It's over. It's decided. No. No one's gonna talk about it. Facts. It's it's that's that's real man shit. Teach a man how to squabble. Facts. <laughs> Facts, bro. Facts. <laughs> Teach him how to squabble for real. This shooting nigga shit is, is crazy, is dumb, bro. dumb as hell. And I hear the reasons Risking where niggas get shot that's over. The, that's I the hear thing. the reasons niggas get shot over, bro. And I'm just like, bro. somebody I know recently got arrested, and I was like, why the fuck is he? Why does he have a gun? Nigga, nigga provides entertainment. Why does he have a gun, bro? What the hell? But it's like, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's shit like that. I don't know, it's shit like that just really gets to me. Because I see people just throw away their lives in a matter of seconds. And like it just really gets to me. It makes me upset, bro. Talented people, too. People worthy of accomplishing so much more within the blink of an eye. Because of one dumb decision, now all that shit's down the gutter. Something is attached to you for the remainder of your life. Yeah, if you're going to get a gun, get a license. Facts. Yeah, do that. Facts, that's all. I guess. Yeah, get a license. Get, get a, a license. license. Damn. All right. I'm 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 done with that. I had to vent that out. Um, But yeah, moving on from that, we had a lot of guests on within the past couple of weeks. We've had a lot of music drop over the last couple of weeks. So we got to do a little catch up. Do a little catch up. I'll let you choose. Should we go with the local music or you want to do the mainstream music first? Let's start with the mainstream and finish with local. Okay, heard. So starting up with mainstream, I'll start off with your dog. I didn't even read the list. But let's start off with your dog, ESTG. ESTG. I'm hearing <laughs> mixed reviews about the album, yeah. but this is your man, so you I'll let you speak is? for him. So, nah, definitely. There's there. You know how I say he has never missed. He missed with some tracks on here. <laughs> okay, I can I can admit that because I'm a true fan. I will say now that he is signed and like he he's catering to a fan base, I guess as some, and he's trying to get bigger. He was trying some shit that he should not be doing. For example, he he was trying to be versatile, more versatile with his shit, and he's not that type of dude, bro. Guess like, stick to what you know. Stick to what you do, bro. <laughs> stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Like he was trying to give me some some melodic tracks. And oh, I'm, oh, he's trying to sing to you? Yeah, or attempt Heard. attempt his version of singing. And I'm just like, that's not it. Some of the beats, you could tell he was trying to, like, tap into different, different lanes. Not it for him. So all this made me realize is I love ESTG for being ESTG. Whatever the fuck he was trying to do with that album, I don't know. It's not, my, it's not his best. It's not my favorite. All his other shit before this, way better, in my opinion. I downloaded the album. I listened to it three, four times. I haven't really gone back to it. Not much, not many tracks on here that I'm I'm running back to. The outro was fire. Yeah, the outro was fire. Um, even the one with Future, it was okay. It was an okay track. Shooting myself, like... Was it joint with Bryson fire? I was kind of looking forward to that. I didn't like it. Kentucky. Why are you on a track with Bryson Tiller? They're both Kentucky. Okay, yeah, I didn't same, know Bryson Tiller. Yeah. I didn't, so I knew Jack was from Louisville. Yeah, I didn't know Bryson was from Louisville. Mm -hmm. But to me, I'm just like Bryson does this, you do this, 
Y'all should not have mixed. Okay. In my opinion, I didn't like the track. You might like the track. I didn't listen to it. Honestly, album. though, the yeah, the last the outro was the best with Jeezy. That was the best track. Because Jeezy, Jeezy, Jeezy was spitting on that shit. <laughs> that nigga was spitting on that shit. I was shit. like, hey, you feel me? I didn't even know if Gotti and Jeezy were cool. Now that they are. But yeah, I, I mean, this isn't, I don't think this is going to affect EST. He, he got some uh, publicity because of it anyway. You hear what happened with um, a Designer? Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. So my dog, right? My dog designer hit um hit uh ESTG up for a feature and he hit him with his price. Seventy five K. And designer somewhat felt disrespected by that. But he was like, All right, yo, I understand, you know, that's how you handle your business. You gotta do what you gotta do. But um nah, here's what we gonna do, right? You gonna drop and then I'm gonna drop. And then we'll let the streets do the talking. <laughs> and then we're going to see if you still want to charge 75 for that feature. And I was like, designer, designer. He said this to a nigga that openly be rapping about being friends with Satan. Meeting Satan. Sending niggas to heaven. I was like, designer. <laughs> like. Single and well. He said, y'all both going to drop. Like, your last joint was Timmy Turner. And that was an awful song, bro. That was your last joint. ESTG got at least three tapes. <laughs> you feel me? And like designer, you're outdated. Like, Ye don't even claim you like he used to. You feel me? And like, you got popping. I believe so. Sheesh. And like, designer, you became popping because you sounded like future. I'm just stating what's real. You feel me? So I just think if he drop, it's not going to be what he thinks it's going to be. But I don't way, think he wants that. No, nah, but it was funny because do you didn't see what happened less than twenty four hours later? Nah, what happened? He posted a vi- he posted a video talking about yo them ES- that dude ESTG. He he's pretty good. His music's pretty <laughs> fire. His price is what his price is. You know what I mean? I got no disrespect for his price. Like y'all should go tap into his music. And you he was looking around, head on a swivel. And you could tell this nigga was shook. <laughs> this nigga was shook. So, you say y'all listen to him, he ain't that bad. <laughs> so all that told me was ESTG's people hit him up and let him know, you better put some shit out there or we on your back, we on your head. <laughs> or they sent some people to his mama's crib. I don't know, bro, but that man, you could tell he was shook. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going to say go listen to the album because I don't even like it like that. But if you fuck with ESTG... You may like some of the, the versatility he's trying to show you. Heard. Yeah. Heard. We'll see. All right. I didn't listen to that. Because of that, you're not giving me much confidence to listen to it, but I'll see what's up. I'm not, not going to lie up. to you, bro. And you have a better ear for me, so you're going to be feeling even more disrespected. Heard. <laughs> nah, that means a lot. Nah, so that's, that's saying something. All right. Bet. Bet. Um, <laughs> shit. That's some crazy shit. This I didn't even add this in, but the fact that you add, we got to talk about it. Oh, we I just want to talk. I want to talk about it because I've been seeing nothing but slander regarding this. Did you hear the reference to why? Um, well, I'll play it for you if you haven't heard it. Oh, okay, we'll get there. So, so right, what we're talking about right now? The baby dropped the sequel to baby. Um, his Baby on Baby album, which had joints on. It. I think Baby on Baby had Suge on it. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that the, was his debut. That's the joint that had sugar on yeah. it, right? Yeah. Um, so that was the mixtape or album or whatever you want to call it, that really got him to pop. So he came back with the sequel, Baby on Baby 2. Uh, it was a surprise release. 
came up out of nowhere. It has, let me count how many songs. He's smart for doing a surprise release because I feel like people would have openly been trying to get other people to not listen to him. I feel like it didn't work. Nothing worked in his favor, but we'll get to that. But I'm like, <laughs> nah. With the baby, he's an artist. He needs he needs publicity. He needs um. Yeah, he's not he's not big enough in my opinion where he could just drop randomly and get like a hundred k sales or something like that. No. Yeah, like him, he needs um a rollout. He needs a rollout for his projects. But this tape got 14 songs on it. It's only. 31 minutes long. I didn't listen to a single thing because I stopped at track number three. I just stopped at track number three. Yeah, it was it was it was bad. So, right, it's called the Boogeyman, and I know a lot of y'all didn't listen to this tape either, but I want y'all to have enough context to what I'm referring to. So I am going to play the tape just so y'all are on the same exact uh, page that I am. So let me look it up. And you're gonna hear it, and you're gonna know exactly what we're referring to. Oh Lord, Jensen made another one. You play with me, that shit was childish. The day before she say the Tory Lane shot, I was fucking on Megan the Stallion. Waited to say the shit on my next album. Hit it the day before too, but I kept it play, ain't say nothing about it. Had a pretty boy, boy, but tweet me ready to die out the bitch like a cow. I told you niggas don't play, now you gon' have to. So. So that's how he's trying to get views. I'll read it. Out loud for the people that may have not caught it when I just played it. So, the baby said, <clears throat> "You play with me? That shit was childish." The day before, she said that Tory Lane shot her. I was fucking on Megan The Stallion. I wanted. I waited to say that shit on my next album. I even hit it the day before too, but I kept it play. I ain't say nothing about it. Had her pretty boy boyfriend tweeting me. Ready to die about that bitch like a coward. In referring to Partisan Fontaine. Dog, this whole shit was messy. This entire shit is messy. This whole situation is terrible. The baby, Tory Lanez, I don't know what type of hold Megan Thee Stallion has on y'all. But from what I've been seeing, I've been seeing Shorty trying to move on with shit. You she feel me? She must have heaven between her legs. I don't believe it. But Shorty been trying to, you know, continue with her career and try to do other shit. But I feel like these two gentlemen continue to still keep her name in their mouths. And I don't get it. At this point, it helps. Like, every time they do, they get publicity. So it helps with publicity for them to name drop Meg. Which is why I think he did this in this song. Because I feel like if... Once he got picked up, it was probably getting like, oh, shit, the baby wrote, said this about Megan. Go go tap into it or something like that. Do you know how nasty that is, bro? I know, which is probably why people, he probably didn't get a, what's, yo, he got, um. 17K. I was about to say, 16,500 to be exact. Yeah. Shit's ridiculous. Like, he said. That's terrible um, for him. Like, you got to think about it. At one point, the baby and Megan were like this. Right, they both popped off around the same time. They uh, were on a similar trajectory. They were on a similar trajectory all the way to the top. They featured on each other's songs. They did no wrong whenever they collabed. Like it was lit every time they worked together. And if what the baby is mentioning is true, and they had a relationship at one point, fuck it. You feel me? Fuck it. Who but cares? Like, then to come out 
after all this shit happened with her and Tori and like your little issue that you had with Partisan, now I see why there was an issue. Because before when that shit happened, I was like, why is the baby and Partisan Fontaine beefing? If they did end up having sex at one point, I now understand why they were beefing. But I just think this entire thing is messy. It's a publicity stunt. I think it's completely weak to just throw it, to drag a shorty's name through the mud all in um, looking for clout. I think that shit's nasty. That's not keeping a player at all. You may have said I waited to say it on my next album. Like, why? Like, that shit's that's like he's weak. Bragging, why? Like he's trying to brag about it. Like, all right, good for you, bro. Yeah, like, like yeah. Megan is great, but like, why you gotta? Why you gotta just? Oh, by the way, like I fucked her. Like, like it's like why it's you Kim talking? Kardashian, yeah. like some Ray, like, like some Ray J shit. You feel me? Why are we acting like Ray J? Like, I don't get it. This shit, the whole situation is just nasty. And um, I didn't listen to the rest of it. I literally stopped the song as soon as I heard that line. And as y'all can hear, that was line number two in the song. So the rest of it didn't get played. The only feature I see on this tape is Anthony Hamilton. And that told me everything I needed to know about how the industry is fucking with the baby right now. So I don't know. This shit's not it. And the cover is trash. I honestly thought this was like a throwaway album. Because how short it was, it was thirty minutes. It was like fourteen tracks on there. Thirty-one minutes, yeah. So how many like, tracks? Uh, fourteen yeah. tracks. So yeah. it's so like each an song average is like, like two minutes. Yeah, two yeah. minutes. So you, you definitely, this was definitely a throwaway. I feel like they put this out here just to gauge like how much hate this nigga's gonna get or how how, how much interest he's gonna get. And now they know because I, I can't believe that he really put much effort into this this project. But to call it Baby on Baby 2, you, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, shouldn't have, you fumbled the bag yourself by doing that, to be honest with you. Like, I'm looking at this shit. Like, before... The cover doesn't fit for me. Baby on Baby 2, I don't get it. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, I when I saw it, I knew it was like a, like a Halloween-type theme. Mm-hmm. But it was like, nah, shit's still trash. And like, I don't know. But what I do know, both Tory Lanez and the baby... Tory Lanez, since the whole debacle, kind of went on a run... To still release solid music at one point. Like that Playboy album, I believed was solid. Mm-hmm. Um the 80s album. Eh. I, I fucked with it. I like I still eh. listen to songs on there. Yeah, it has some joints, but it was just eh to me. But Playboy was my shit. So I know that Tori, you know, still in the bag to release quality music. The baby, I feel like since the whole shit with him in the LGBTQ community. I haven't really been, like, bumping new shit from him. Like, nothing really caught my ear since that whole shit. I was never really a big fan of the baby to begin with. I, 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 so I yeah. never, like, even when he did drop, I was never running to go listen to his music. Mm-hmm. And even now, after all that, he's not dropping as consistently or as often as he was before. So to me, he's, like, he's falling off a little bit. And I'm not looking for his music. And after this, I'm certainly not looking for his music. Mm. So... I don't know. I don't know what he needs to do to get back into good graces of the masses, but I don't know. Because to me, he's forever ignorant, so yeah. I don't see that nigga changing at all. Exactly, and we knew that about the baby. We knew yeah. he was ignorant. He we is knew who he is. was like, yeah, like he fights fans. Like, yeah, we know this. So, but to just see how he rolls out his music and like, if the big thing about your album is your. 10 second disc to Megan Thee Stallion, you got a trash album, bro. If that's the highlight of your album. That whole thing took 10 seconds. Um, but yeah, going on from that, bro. And to me, he still sounds the same. 
I, d- I didn't get to listen to the other track, so I wouldn't know. Oh no, I didn't get that far into it. But from what I did hear, I'm like, all right, this is there's nothing. There's nothing different or that makes me want to listen to this. So whose fall off was worse, the baby or Roddy Rich? Um, I would say the baby simply be- actually. The baby, y'all just overhyped Roddy. It's not his fault. Y'all overhyped him. The baby was actually hot, like bigger than Roddy, and has come in, has come way down. Oh, you said like, the baby was bigger than Roddy. He's been around longer. He has Ooh. had the baby has been around longer. Roddy, than Roddy. popped first. You sure? Yeah. I feel like they popped off around the same time. Actually, now thinking about it, I mean Roddy had the mixtape. The baby had mixtapes too, but his mixtapes weren't bubbling like uh, Feed the Streets Two was at the time. The reason why I say the baby is because he's dropped more. He okay. has more projects. Okay. okay. As a, as a result, he's made more money. Has has more popularity, in my opinion, because he's just out there more. He has more of a catalog for people to listen to. Okay. And now, you don't hear anyone talking about the baby. Like people still hopeful for Roddy. People are still trying to like give him chances. The baby. I'm still trying. The baby. Like you don't hear anyone like yo. I'm. I'm, I'm going to listen to that new, new the baby shit. Well, I didn't hear one person talking about the baby's album. Facts. Not one person talking about it. Even when see. he even when he fucking linked up with Young Boy, who was killing the internet yeah. right now. I didn't even hear much talk about that tape. So I'm just like anything he touches right now is poison, and I, I don't like just the way he is. I, I don't see it getting any better. So I feel like his fall off is way worse because he was making bread. Mm-hmm. This man was making money. Mm-hmm. He had a number one song. Rockstar was crazy. That's what I'm saying. So it's just Roddy Rich. No, I hear it. But like Roddy hasn't fallen that that far, and he only has two projects out. Mm-hmm. The first one was fire. Second one was mid. Yeah, he he still has a chance to redeem himself. The baby, I I don't see him coming back from this. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. He would have to he would have to do a God's plan type of shit <laughs> to win the graces back of everybody. Nah, but even that, <laughs> people are gonna. Th- He's so. Ignorant. He would have to do something. No, it's not even that. It's the fact that even if he does do something, people are gonna just call him out for it. Be like, this isn't the real you. You're doing this. You're fake right now. Yeah, I completely forgot the Danny Lee situation. There's, there's that. Yeah, this bro. nigga might be. Yeah, he might be done with. Bro. <laughs> bro, his I don't give a fuck attitude. Even I respect that he's very consistent and he doesn't switch up for nobody. Fought his artist backstage. You know what I mean? But like that, that is going to bite him on the ass. Yeah. And it has, in my opinion. Yeah. Stay up, though. Everybody can't be 50. You You got a little man syndrome. Everybody can't be 50. (laughs) All right, so moving on to that, let's see. Uh, We got some singles that dropped, so let me talk about these singles real quick. It's been a little minute since we talked about music. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I mean, I'll start off with that since you said it. What? Nigga, you thought I was feeling you? Nigga, yeah, I be saying that shit all the time now, bro. I don't say that nigga's a munch. That's not me. But um, <laughs> I'm like, nah, that shit is catchy. I do feel bad for Shorty because I feel like she's um, Ice Spice is who I'm talking about, by the way. She got that song uh, I, I would call Munch. I think she better enjoy that because it, it's, it's a rap. <laughs> I think with her, shit's happening for her so quickly that she's not being given the time to develop herself as an artist. Like, there's been mad big shows. Like, she, I feel like she hasn't even performed in small crowds. I feel like she started off with big crowds. And if it's your first time performing, yeah, you're going to be terrible. Like, I see clips of artists bringing her out. You know, she p- pulling up to Rolling Loud to do Munch. And, like, every single performance, her showmanship 
trash. Her stage presence is trash. Everything like she's rushing through the performance. I don't think she knows how to perform. So I just feel bad for her because I feel like all this attention and fame is hitting her. And if she has a plan to do like a second drop, the second drop isn't going to hit as hard because she's not being given the proper time to develop herself as an artist. For me, I think she fucked up or her team fucked up in pushing this song this early because she doesn't have much music out there to begin with. Mm -hmm. So besides Munch, what is there for niggas to listen to? There's a couple of tracks, but it's not nothing as catchy yeah, or good as Munch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like, all right, she's doing venues and whatnot, but besides Munch, no one else knows what the fuck she has, really. Facts. So it's like, I feel like they should have waited until like she, she put some more shit out there, more quality music out there, got more experience performing like at smaller venues like you said mm. bro I, I read a story where she booked a venue for like what's it called like 5k and because a munch came out and how fire she is she canceled it because her new price was like 20k i respect that i don't I respect that I don't. no because <laughs> as a businessman if i had the foresight to book you before you blew up you should respect that mm -hmm. because i believed in you before everyone else did that's real and now you're gonna come back to me and fuck you i hope you fail now for real <laughs> i hope you fail now because you're gonna do me dirty because i believed in you before everyone else do you know how much that's crazy because you got to think about it you booked me for 5k but now i'm major you know how much money you're gonna make that that it's not gonna you're gonna that's end up making my way fault. more well that's not my fault that's why i believe in contracts but that's not my fault if anything you it's should not respect my, it's not your fault i blew up no it's not my fault that you charged me the price that was the price you know what I mean? Like, if it's 5K, I paid you 5K. You should respect that as a... Like, I, I don't like when artists cancel. Like, mm -hmm. if you have a, if a small crowd, you shouldn't cancel, in my opinion, because those people still came out to support you. Right. You should give put on a, a show for those fans because those people are going to tell other people and make more fans out of that. I get that. So... That, okay, I, you won me. You won me over. You yeah, know. so I was, uh, you're going to lose fans as a result of that. Oh, shit, Ice Spice canceled this shit. Oh, she a bitch now. I ain't supporting her. Things like that. And... I'm done. To me, as a businessman, I'm just like, all right, that's just shady as shit. Like, you, if anything, you should be crediting me for discovering you and wanting to get you out mm -hmm. before everyone else did. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got I you. I believed in you before everyone else. That's how I see it. I see that. I hear that. And with that being said, she beautiful. No, she fired. She bad. She fired. She's bad. <laughs> but, she fired. you know, I hope she takes all of the tools, you know, at her disposal and really develops herself herself as an artist or else these 15 minutes are going to be over pretty soon you feel me like this summer we got munch we also got fnf you feel me mm -hmm. f-r-e-e -E, fuck nigga free that mean i ain't gotta worry about a fuck nigga cheat now that shit's hard <laughs> that shit's hard too glorilla she out here. that was another single that dropped this summer we didn't really talk about it when it popped off but cmg that that joint that's my shit. <laughs> like, that is honestly my shit. I fuck with that joint. And yeah, she signed to CMG. Um, shout out to Gotti. He's really being, he's doing crazy things as a music exec. It's really wild to witness. Um, but with Glorilla, she recently dropped a single with Cardi B called Tomorrow 2. So, like, it's, a, it's just a little remix off of a Tomorrow. And I think Cardi slid on that joint. Cardi still got it. She still got it, yo. She ain't dropping an album anytime soon. She mom but, mode, but like she still got the bar. Yeah, like she. I, 
I, hey, I don't know if it's her. Shout out to her. Say, I don't know if it's Offset right Offset's now. Offset's still killing shit. But like, nah, Cardi's been doing what she had to do in terms of features. I feel like she's just been dropping like singles and features to keep herself relevant. And it's been working. It's really been working for her. She, I don't think she has dropped an album maybe since 20... 17 or 2018 she or something like that. She doesn't need to. She's established. She's with one she's, album. That's crazy. That much star power. It's not even that. It's her personality. She's like, her personality is bigger than music. So she, she's fine. She's yeah. Fine. She's in different pockets now too. Like she don't need music. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Good for her. Um, well, from a stripper to that, good for her. She got uh, from loving hip hop to yeah, that, nah, nah, bro. Like, yo, it's usually the other way. Cardi like, B's the most there, successful yeah, story from loving hip hop. It's usually bro. you start up and then end up on loving hip hop. She reversed that shit. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. facts, facts. Amazing for her. Um, Young Blue and Nicki Minaj. I didn't listen. To dropped that. a single. I played a few like last week or some change like that. Was that? Oh yeah. yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. that joint smooth. I fuck with Blue. I really do like Blue's music. He always creates a vibe. And I was a little worried when I saw like him and Nicki. I didn't know what to expect with that. But nah, that joint's smooth, dog. I'm really looking forward to Young Blue's career. I thought, you know, maybe it was just a Drake feature. No, I'm happy did it for him. On but him. Yeah. I, he's doing what he had to do, bro. Like, good, good, good. Wow. Shout out to Blue, for real. Yeah, he can. He's very versatile. Mm-hmm. I fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And then the last mainstream thing I want to talk about before we get into our local acts. Um, Bryson Tiller, he is slowly trying to make a comeback. Very slowly trying to make a comeback. He uh, released a single with Diddy about a few months ago. Um, That shit was fire. I loved that song. Uh, What was that song called? I can't remember, but just look up Bryson Tiller and Diddy and you'll find that song. Smooth Vibes. He released another single about either last week or two weeks ago. It's called Outside. It samples the Whisper song by Ying Yang Twins. And I didn't think Ying Yang Twins on an R&B track was going to be as smooth as it was. That's a crazy sample. Did you you know the song? Did you hear the song? No, but I'm just I'm I'm listening to the Ying Yang Twins in my head. I got you. That's Hello, it. Mama, let me whisper in here. Yeah. So when I heard the shit, I was like, like yeah. all right, let's see where this shit's about to go. And then the vocals came in, and I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Why now polish ten toes down? Oh, okay. Okay. Look back at it, shawty, don't look down. Ten toes peeking through the seat so when you when you said he sampled it i thought he sampled the vocals too i nah, thought i was about beat. to be like i was about to be like yo i, I can't imagine their their sound like yeah but that, nah, that beats fire the way they yeah the way they mix that shit is fire so, hey, if Bryson makes the comeback off of this, bro, I'm all here for it. You know, a lot of people said that he fell off after Trap Soul. I didn't want to believe that he fell off after Trap Soul. Anniversary was, eh. Even though a lot of people sleep on that Drake record 
off oh, that tape. A lot of people sleep off that Drake record, but Bryson and Drake did what they had to do. But um, nah, I really want to believe that Bryson uh, still got it within him. You know, they forgot Wild Thoughts with him and Rihanna. Like Bryson had a lane at one point in the industry. So if he's slowly trying to creep back in the realms, I I'm welcoming to all of it because I think you know. I also don't have a Bryson and Black collab. So, until that day happens. I forgot about Six Flags. I know. I know. It's been way too long. I don't know. Uh, has he dropped since? Since East Atlanta Love Letter? No. no. He no. dropped like a little EP, but not, nothing like That was like, like four solid. years ago. It, it's sad. It's, that was such an incredible album. What bro. is wrong with him? I, I don't. I, he's working on music. Like I know he's dropping. Is he a producer? Within the next uh, year? No, he's a just an artist. Just an artist. So what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. But Black, you need to come back. Like I'm gonna call you Six Slack till you come back. I understand what LVRN is doing. You know they got Black Summer Westside Boogie Division. Like they got a couple of cats. So I, I get if they have to roll out. But Fall Winter, that's Black time. So if not. By the end of this year, at the top, nah, actually, fuck the top of the year. A new album by Black has to be released before the end of this year. That's prime time Black. So if they don't do that, LVRN as a label, along with Interscope, as a label of both fucking up. So I'll just say that A&R Dev is telling you that. I was about to say that. Fall and winter is the perfect time for Black to drop. And winter And SZA. TDE got me tight. <laughs> TDE got me tight, bro. We need that Scissor album. I've been told that it's been done for months. She's been given. She gave us maybe three, four singles since coming back, and they all slapped. Hit different. Good days. The shit with Cardi and Summer. The shit she got with Dolce. Scissor been on a tear. And I don't know what's going on with TDE as a label. So they really got to figure it out. Y'all let Isaiah Rashad come out, but you won't let SZA drop. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, come on. They ain't let him come out. I know. I know. I thought it was good content, though. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. They got to figure that shit out, though, all right? All right, so moving on from the mainstream acts, I want to talk about a couple of local acts. And as I talk about the local acts, I'm only mentioning them because they have appeared on our show. So what I like to do from time to time is revisit artists that we've talked to, had a conversation with, music that they dropped at the time. I like to revisit it sometime later and see what they have been able to done. Wow, what they've been able to do since coming on here. Sometimes I listen to the music to say like, hey, they heard what we told them. <laughs> they listened to what we talked. Or I hear something new in the music and I'm like, hey, we talked about that. And now you're doing it. Shit's fire. You feel me? I'm proud of you. Keep doing, keep going crazy. So let's go ahead and talk about it. First on the list, because this is probably this and another tape that I'm going to mention later. But these are my top rotation in terms of music coming out of mass. So we got to open up with Van Buren Records Collective coming out of Brockton, Massachusetts. They dropped their second album uh, top of the month. It is called DSM stands for Dover Street Markets. Um, the tape has about let's 16 see, tracks. 16 tracks. 53 minutes long. Lengthy tape. My boys did not come to play. They gave y'all bars. Brockton did not come to play. You feel me? Oh, this shit's not even up. Hold on. Yes, respect the laptop. But yeah, Brockton didn't come to play, bro. Um, they, on this tape, Bad for Press, 
I feel like all of the songs on Bad for Press were all posse cuts. On this album, they give you a couple of posse cuts, but there's also most of the album. Um, you don't get everybody on every song. Uh-huh. You feel me? You'll get like maybe two or three cats on one song, and then that'll be it. Uh-huh. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. It's showing what that shows to me is like, all right, we're bringing in everybody's sounds, everybody's flow, everyone's style, and we're just making them all work. You feel we're me? We're highlighting the best of everyone. Exactly. That's I, it, yeah. I feel like on Bad for Press, this is like the vibe or the beat we were trying to give off. And like, if you fuck with it, hop on the track. But now with DSM, I feel like, ah, nah, this was probably a session that those two had on their own. Mm-hmm. And they created something fire and they brought it to the team and was like, yo, we're thinking of throwing this on the tape. You feel me? That's that's the kind of vibe I got off with this track. Everyone was more um, focused on reaching to a higher level in terms of their artistry. Um, my favorite tracks, before I pass it off to Rich, my favorite tracks on this may be the intro, How to Kill a Narcissist. Yeah, we were talking about that. <sighs> First time I heard it, I was like, yo, their team made an amazing choice on deciding to let St. Leo open up the album. That was an, that was an incredible business decision <laughs> for them. You feel me? Because I always say St. Leo, his personality, uh, his personality, his um, delivery, all that is very animated. And it translates very well into the music. He is actually... I feel like his hooks off of Bad for Press are probably like the memorable. Everybody knows the medic. Everybody knows Brain Dead. Like, and it's mostly because of like Saint what Saint Leo contributed to the song, respectfully. Um, so I believe letting him open up the album and just letting his energy carry out, and then have Luke follow, and then you get like the newcomer the in Veda. The energy in that song, yeah. Ooh, everything was right. Everything was right. So I think that joint's my favorite. And then the second joint, I have to say, would A-God. probably be, nah, not a god. That's me. The army, the navy. That that joint go crazy. And like, my dog Saint did what they had to do again. He was the first verse on that song. I thought like it was a little strange. It, it took some time for me to get used to that because I was like, when I first heard it, I was like, who is this and why does he sound like this? Like, <laughs> sound like it sounds like my dude's about to fall asleep on the mic. But then like. I've had a conversation with Saint. So when I re- when I just took out his rapper voice and I just put in his normal voice, and I was like, oh, shit, he does sound like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, nah, this shit kind of fire because <laughs> he's just talking into the mic. <laughs> it's just kind of fire, actually. But, yeah, those two are my favorite joints. Um, I'll uh, let Rich give some thoughts off before I continue on my analysis of the tape. Nah, definitely DSM is a fire tape if you have not listened to it. Van Buren is still on a roll. They're consistently dropping there consistently giving us content as a collective they're doing very well for themselves and individually as well individually of course and they putting off massachusetts as a whole which is what we love and want want everyone to aspire to Mm -hmm. but like i said i i honestly think me personally i'm gonna give i I ain't even gonna give a number on this out of all these songs there's not many skips if any really every song you give each artist gives you quality saint leor like you said, he opened that shit up very well. How- Kicking that door in that bitch. We got to let it be known. <laughs> like, How to Kill a Narcissist. That's definitely my favorite track on there. I said A God was up there. Get Money Bitch is another one I fuck with. Yeah. Yo, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't going to lie. Like, the energy Van Buren gives when they're when they're on a track, like, you, I feel like I'm in the stool with them sometimes. And I love it. And 
I think I, I don't know. I, I think they they just need to keep doing what they're doing because I see that they have Conway on this shit too now. So mm-hmm. clearly they're getting recognized. I know. Yeah, clearly they're getting recognized. I, I think they just need to continue doing what they're doing because they're creating good music and good content. And and the production is fire. Like, yeah, the songs are fire, but we have to really give credit to the producers and Van Buren. Like, yo, they creating heat. Like, heat, dog. Like, I'm going to play their music because... I truly, like, wonder what a studio session is like for them. Like, I would... I would. That's something I would like to sit in on. You know what I mean? Like, because that's... It's, I feel like it'd be fun. I would have the time of my life <laughs> A&Ring. A&Ring that shit. I would have the time of my life A&Ring a project <laughs> like that. You feel A-L-B-B, me? send that invite. What should I play? Now, I'm going to play How to Kill a Narcissist. I got to play it. And, like... Like, no, nah, don't sleep. Luke did his shit too on there. Now nah, Luke, Luke came in. <laughs> Luke came in right after. Started spitting. Facts. Facts. Kicking that door on that bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's play a little shit. You know, I'ma play Saints part and Luke's part. Can I do that? Kicking that door that bitch. Alright, bet. I'm at the top of the list. Got it on lock for sure. Fucking that bitch in the mouth. Particular, it took a long time for you and Luke's music to like become like this. It grew, yo, yo, no bullshit, no bullshit. You gotta, for me, it took time to get used to the sound just because it's not what I expected. Mm -hmm. And then once I got used to it, I'm just like, oh shit, this nigga's fire, bro. (laughs) And he's saying (laughs) some shit. This nigga be spitting, talking that talk. Luke ignorant, bro. (laughs) What you mean? Luke's ignorant, bro. Just don't give a fuck. Like you hear the shit he be saying, you can tell he don't give a fuck. I follow that though. He's just no, rapping. Oh, I know. That's why I like it. <laughs> I like it, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. Facts, facts. Keep doing y'all thing, Van Buren. You know me. I'm a champion, y'all. Every single time. I feel like me and Meech are like this now. Like any anytime I get excited about some shit, I hit him up directly, and he hit me back instantly with the same energy. And he's like, "Bro, I know." <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like shit's crazy. Um, I popped out to their um, uh, I popped out to their release party a few weeks ago. Uh, one of my one of my homegirls pulled up with me and like yo it was a smooth vibe I saw a lot of cats from the scene 
Um, I saw some people that I knew who weren't from the scene, but I thought that was dope that they pulled up, uh, you know, to this to this event. I thought that was extremely dope. They all came out. They performed the entire album. Um, Rico. I don't talk about Rico enough. She is a... I feel I don't know if calling her a producer is um is a minima, minimizing her, but she does amazing work with a camera, and she's been catching a lot of footage for the camp, not just the camp, but like a lot of cats from the South Shore, and I don't I haven't taken the time to like shout out to her, but like yo, I'm a fan of all of her visuals, bro. Like no bullshit, I'll be watching her visuals, and sometimes I get inspiration off that shit, and I like want to create some. Something like that realm too, but I gotta I gotta learn how to do that shit. But nah, all the visuals that come from that camp are normally fire, bro. So I feel like I gotta give not just the music, um, not just the artists, not just the music producers, but I feel like everyone behind the scenes that are able to make shit like that happen and happen consistently, I have to give them a shout out as well. So definitely. You you might see, you may see her in the studio at some point, but yeah, definitely I want to say a shout out to Rico. Got to give a shout out to Rico. She's doing her thing for real. Um, go check out that tape, DSM, if you haven't. Um, I was proud, like I said, when we had Luke on the first time, and then we had Meech on not that long after. Like just seeing what the camp has been able to do in that time, it's really it's really great. It's really great to witness. You feel me? Doing amazing things in Massachusetts. Um. Moving on from that, the next local tape, the next local artist that I want to talk about. Two of these cats actually come from the collective um, known as Feed the Family. We had them on here last season. Uh, the, the whole collective is Body Rock. We got Dundeely. We have Sheikh Anif. And then there's Top Huda. The two cats I'm going to talk about right now are Dundeely and Sheikh Anif. First, I'm going to talk about Dundeely. He dropped a tape about. Not that long ago. It was super recent. Super recent. But the tape is called 10 on A1. Let me start off by saying the artwork is beautiful. Like I saw the picture where the inspiration came from and I was like, oh shit, hold on. That's that's actually a hard cover art now that I'm looking at it. You feel me? But 15 songs, 46 minutes. Perfect amount of time. Decent amount of tracks. Features um, include Body Rock. You got Avenue on there, Shakes on there, Kill the Artist is on there, who's another dope artist from the city. Um, and we also got 100 Rock Kato on there, and Goose De Niro is on here as well. Our thoughts? Me? Yeah. I thought the album was fire. To be honest, like, what I've learned from Feed the Family is that they they put out an insane amount of music especially body rock mm -hmm. but like individually they can they would easily all like be very doing very well on their own individually they all got bars dundeely's tape is fire 10 on 1 the name of the the name of the album and the actual song the on there track yeah that was my favorite that was my favorite mm -hmm. and you know um where we're pulling up to in october you know you know that thing we're going oh, to oh yeah yeah, in october? yeah he produced it Oh really? Yeah, it's his. It's, that's his joint. Ten on the one. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! Shout out to Dallas Rose. I met him uh, the other week. Yeah, but um, yeah, Dundeely's fire. This entire tape is fire. To me, there's not one skip on here. This man's gonna. I ain't gonna lie. He likes uh. 
Yeah. That works. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're from the streets, bro, if you're from the streets, you going to resonate with this this al- mixtape album. Mixtape, I guess. Mixtape, yeah, mixtape. You're going to resonate with this mixtape. I ain't even from the streets, and I fuck with it hard, and it resonated with me. Do you so, know Do you know what 10 on the 1 means? No. Okay, I felt like I had to ask a street person what that meant, because I didn't know what that Nigga, meant. I'm and a street Google, person? And Google wouldn't tell me. I don't know. You rep, you rep your set, RSP4. Oh, RSP134. You already know what I said. Nigga, <laughs> so I don't know what I do shit. Yo, ask niggas on Riverside about me, bro. No. <laughs> do you know Darnell? <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, nah. Do you know, do you know Rich? You don't use my government out there. Ah, do you know Rich? Yeah, don't use my government out there. What should I play off of this tape for people that, if they haven't heard it? What joint should I play from this Dead tape? Man's a good one. Dead Man, I'll play that. Yeah. Same sample as my dog, Tyler. I love that shit. This is Dead Man off of um, Dundee's most recent tape, 10 on a 1. Go ahead, check him out. Homie from Dorchester. Dead Man, don't talk. That's true. Like a dope boy is how I walk. That's also oh. true. Know that. Uh. Check him out. Dead man don't talk, nigga. Like a dope boy is how I walk, nigga. Soon as a touchdown, watch it sell out. My nigga got shot and took the shell out. Uh. Dead man don't talk, nigga. Like a dope boy is how I walk, nigga. Soon as a touchdown, watch it sell out. My nigga got shot and took the shell out. I can show you how to cut a finger up Better yet a brick, but you niggas ain't lit enough And you niggas ain't dead enough Them other niggas down and they been a dub Now watch me do what I do Greedy nigga, I got rid of all that food If you think I ain't up, then you must be a fool Can't forget the first time I turned one to a two Bands off the brand, but not everything fat How to care of all the dogs, they just call me the vet and I've been trying to take shit One day I may learn what the, <clears throat> how that feels. Flipping one into two. Maybe one day I'll understand how that feels. <laughs> Make that shit backflip. I, I say that shit all the time, but I don't really know what that shit feels yeah, like. Let's hope it don't get to that point for you, though. Facts. Nah, but Dundee did his thing on this, for sure. For sure. I think my favorite track on this may be, like, Darn, uh, like Rich said, the title track, 10 on a 1, and Clockwork go crazy, too. Mm-hmm. Kill and yo, shout out to Kill's team because they've been sending me his music forever and I've been checking it out. Yo, Dark can rap, Dark can really rap. Shout out to Shanice too on his team, always showing love to the podcast. Yo, y'all got a great thing going on over there. You feel me? Definitely keep that shit up. Oh, and then go ahead to move on from this. Um, did you say everything you want to say about this tape? Yeah, yeah, I've done deal. You're definitely doing your thing. Yeah, you can. You always got witty bars. Your metaphors are always clever. You feel me? Like, our Feed the Family. Um, like, I that still tape. play that tape, bro. That tape, bro, you definitely had so many memorable bars. You feel me? That tape made me a fan. Facts. Went from... Uh, had to be a zero, then to be a hero. Mm. Uh, I forgot what that shit was with Dundee. <laughs> you know, you do his thing. All right, so moving on from that. Shake Anif. I love the title of this. Pyrex Visionary. So it feels so so nice. <sighs> Turn on the stove, dog. Turn the stove on, bro. Cause my man came to cook, nigga. <laughs> you feel me? Alright, so Sheikh Anif, Pyrex Visionary. Also a member of Feed the Family. 
Um, he, I feel like he's not a new artist because he's been making music, but he sat down for some time. So I feel like this is like his comeback, like mm-hmm. his his true comeback. You know what I mean? So he dropped this. It has 15 joints also. 50 minutes long. 50 minutes long. So we're keeping it, you know, around the same ballpark. They got a formula going on at the camp. Um, dog, there's joints on. My dog can rap. The, the thing I like about Shake. He's versatile. That, I, I, I love his voice and his delivery, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, the pockets he was catching in this um in this album yeah they were different pockets like I weren't expecting him to to tap into like, he he was able to switch his flows very well and his versatility like I said just it popped in this but I will say for me dream shame on the devil about yourself fire tracks the entire thing is fire mm, I like that uh that steel shop and steel mm-hmm. that joint yeah that is that is heat that shit's heat you feel me. Um, which joint should I play off of it? Nah, Steel Stark and Chill. I should play that. Yeah, you should definitely play that. Yeah, that joint is heat, dog. Hold on. Because I remember I was putting that was on repeat for me. Steel? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I bet. And this features OT the Real. And he sounds so Boston. I love it. I think that's what I love about it. He sounds so Boston. Nobody knows what that means. But when I hear him, I just yeah, think of the city. Means, yeah. I think of the city, bro. It's dope. I think love. of a Pyrex visionary. This the type of shit that I've been praying for. Back when I was trapping out my shorty gray court. Niggas getting booked. I wasn't phased at all. Drop one of my delivery pay so forward. It's smooth, easy to bro. be a soldier when it ain't a war. I'm militant. Niggas like me only come around once every century. Victim impact statements said I lacked empathy. Full court pressure, I've been applying it. Cross them, then I step over the body like I'm Iverson. To keep it on the level with you, I done leveled up. I ain't moving work no more. I'm just selling cut. Only nigga in the chow hall with the Cartier frames on. See niggas get crushed for hitting the unit like they King Kong. Hey, you feel it? This is what drug money do. Come on, bro. Just find it ironic that that blood money's blue. Bro, that that, that part of me, that bar was the one. Yo, that was the bar for me. I was just like, oh no, wait, wait, what? Facts, bro. We gotta get Shake up in here. I gotta, I gotta figure out that schedule, but we gotta get Shake up in here for real, dog. I feel like during my feed the family interview. I talked to him the least because I just didn't know much about him. But I feel like there's been some time since, and I've been able to learn so much more. And I feel like he's been he's been out more too, so he's gonna be he more expressive. Time. Yeah, yeah, he had some time to be outside. So now, like you said, he can be more expressive. I like that. I like how you worded that for real. But yo, definitely go ahead check out check out that tape if you haven't. I just played uh, Steel Sharp and Steel. The features OT the real Benny the Butcher's on mm. there too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Benny is on here. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't um didn't doesn't he have a record Sue's, with Sue? Yeah, Sue Surf's on here as well. Yeah, is the same song? No. Oh, okay, okay. Bet. Yeah. Shout out to Shake. The fuck what connections he got out there. Like, shout out to him for the for that shit. For real. Getting it out the mud. I feel like that's what most cats in Boston have to do. So when they're able to connect with people like that, I know they actually did some work to make that connect. You Damn feel me? Right. All right, next tape we're gonna talk about who one of my favorites at the moment. One of my favorites at the moment. So this is by an artist who goes by the name of Ernaze the Weapon from Lowell, Massachusetts. I, I believe he's from Lowell. Um, 
He did this tape with Devo the Genius that we had on a few episodes ago. He is for sure from Lowell. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he executively produced the entire tape. Every beat on that tape was done by Devo. And I was telling Devo, I was like, yo, no bullshit, bro. Like, you may be, like, the next drama or, like, Khaled in a sense where, like, I feel like Devo has the potential to break new artists with his production. You feel me? Like this mm-hmm. tape was the first time I heard music from the from uh, this man, like Ernest. But I was willing to listen to the tape because I knew Devo was, was producing was it. Producing it. So yeah, like you know the type of sound that you're gonna get with that kind of mu- with that music. Oh. And I know being the producer, being an executive producer, Devo had to engineer a sound that catered specifically to Ernest. You know what I mean? So once Ernest came on and did what he had to do, everything meshed how it was supposed to. So like. I think if Devo has that relationship and is able to make shit work like that for <clears throat> artists, he can be responsible of introducing a bunch of brand, a bunch of new artists to the scene that we may not be familiar with. I like what Devo said when he was here originally. He said he's not going to let someone on his track unless they can rap on his track. Mm-hmm. So anyone that I do here, this is, this is how I see Devo's music at this point. Any music he is producing or any song he is producing on, I know the person spitting is has has lyric has lyrics mm-hmm. they have wordplay word they have great flows and they know how to spit and that's what i got from ernez and well not ernez but when i when i hear when i just hear the music mm-hmm. i know i'm gonna get that and that's what that's what i expect and white camry tapes is fire facts do you have a favorite off that tape did you listen to it no i did listen to it hold up I definitely. I really say... be feeling like really lavish listening to this nigga's music. <laughs> I feel that. I feel. I feel high class sometimes. I don't know. Um, I ain't gonna lie. TLC with C four. That nigga was spitting. Which I... one? Uh, TLC or C four? C four. C four was spitting. He was spitting on um that last joint too. The intervention. Divine intervention. Divine intervention with mm-hmm. Saint and all that. Yeah, White Camry, another one. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Now, that's actually my fi- favorite on there. That beats fire. Yeah. That, 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 the fake wouldn't finish. I, that beat. That's, crazy. That intro. That's a crazy intro, bro. <laughs> and the Grava freestyle. Yo, we pretty much named all the joints. Devo, you did your thing on that. Ernest, you did your thing on that. For real. Um, I also got my first placement on a record. Yes, Which he I did. thought is A&R incredibly Dev. dope. Hold on. AR Dev. Hold on, nigga. I got my first placement on the record. It's fucking lit. Um, I did some creative AR work on um that G shit with uh Maystar and India Rose. I felt I'm grateful for being a part of that session when it went down. And um I've been playing music from everybody, so I got I, I'm gonna play that joint. I'm gonna play that joint because keep up, motherfucker. This is a this may have been like a seven-hour effort, bro. Really? This one song. Really? I was there for an entire day watching them make this song, bro. This one? This one. Really? Crazy. Crazy. One session. This, 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 this just took one session, bro. Hold on. Shout out to India Rose. Pulls up to the testing lab every event. Shout out to her. She, she was uh, the one sitting there during Maystar's in it. Rocket mill shit, uh, niggas getting nabbed on the mill bricks. The kingpin on the third floor was on some chill shit. Shit that was well before the drill shit. I feel like I should be Ain't in no Spain. Twitter or the gram to put the camera to kill shit. Yeah, like. So much hatred and violence. You hear pop, 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 and it follows with silence. They 
they wasn't fucking with guidance, choosing stove work, quick cash, they fuck. I might let this whole joint play. I'm proud of this one. Travel with my homie from the birds right to the boat yard. I'm trying to be the goat god, man. Oh lord, fucking with a shorty with a coke bar. Token green haze in the stew to the smoke gun. Spitting all this fire with a rage like the coke gun. <laughs> nah, I wasn't no coke dumb, but I was getting cash right out of broke John. <laughs> if this rap shit don't work, we running up in niggas' houses. Yeah. Uh. Live from the rocks at 7:30 a.m. Grove hard with it. I'm with the dogs. They all with it. Down if it comes to the wall, as long as we all get it. Obstacles inevitable, but the way I'm sliding through them, homie, credit is I need to see it on the PC. You can tell I'm straight about the mud, the way my speech be. Complaining how it's hard to reach me, that's why you're still beneath me. Talk to him, man. Summertime, shots ringing outside, I'm in the crib writing. I can hear him, but I'm like lightning. Sharp focus, flow ferocious, I like bogus, impact realness. I cock back, and if I blow this, there'll be stillness. You ain't ready to get to the ending of this movie already Cause you know the flow sick, the doc told me it's deadly So ill, I think the only cure for me is Sebi <laughs> Yeah Champagne showers, I need my flowers in a bouquet All of my niggas is <laughs> today Cutting off all of the water while we making new waves Why you catching Z's and telling me that I'm the new J Yeah Nah, this joint was hard. <laughs> that shit was hard, bro. Nah, them shits did add, add definitely. Devo was like, yo, add that shit to the That's really what I did. Nah, that joint was hard. That joint was hard. That's definitely fun. And it definitely opened up an entire new lane for me personally. And now I have suddenly just invited myself to a bunch of artist sessions just because I want to do this all over again. I, I just invited myself to a whole bunch of artist sessions. I was like... Yo, I was supposed to link with May today, but I had mad shit to do, so I didn't have time. But I was like, I'm pulling up. I told Key, show that I'm pulling up. Like, I told everybody I'm pulling up to the session. I hit up Tyler. I said, yo, when's the next session? I'm, nigga? I'm there, bro. I said, C4, I'm there. D, I'm there in every session now. You feel me? It's lit. And since I just mentioned Key, she's going to be the last local artist I want to talk yo, about. You Key, feel me? Key is, yo, her, her work ethic, I, I can genuinely say is, is top. Like, ever since we, we had her on the show, she's been consistently dropping. I've been seeing her making visuals out the ass. I've been seeing her performing out the ass, doing interviews. Like, and she's fucking versatile. And she can spit, too. Like... We was talking about this the other day. The way she's able to just change flows, go on different beats, different sounds, different pockets. I'm just like, how old is this girl, bro? Like, yo, she's 22. And she just started. She just started. So I'm just like, Berserk, another one. Another one where it's like, you don't, I didn't expect the song coming into it. Facts. But the way the way she delivered it was fire. And what I love about Key is like each of her releases is a different sound. Yes. So like you got baby steps where you know you got like that hip hop, you know, you know, you got like that hip hop bounce to it. And then with terrible twos, it kind of add like that shoot like that rock star element, like she was trying to be a rock star. And then um Benz, you got the trap drums and the trap sound. And I thought she, like her and Tomo, like I said, went crazy. And then now you have this berserk where I feel like it's hip hop, but it's like more pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I feel like this joint could be played on the radio. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact, and I have mad conversations with Key now. And I love the fact that like 
she's working herself to not be put into a box. Yes. You the way me? she's working, you can't put her into a she's box. She's not trying to be put into a box. So, like, she's actually taking her craft very seriously, um, taking her time with everything. Like, she won't even let me listen to a record unless it's done. You feel me? It's like, like that's how much she cares and, like, the passion that she's putting into her shit. So, literally, when I met her at the testing lab on to bringing her on to the show and, like, everything that has happened since then, she's one of the artists that I'm... Like, I'm proud to see coming up and doing what she's doing. You feel me? And, of course, I'm going to play the record. Check it out. It's Berserk. It's on all streaming platforms everywhere. I'm so proud of this woman. If you see my hit, my little my little ditty bop, my Harlem Shake Don't Mind Me. It's just, I'm just vibing. You feel me? Uh. It's a regular with a key track, though. Facts. Facts. Nah, but th- the, there's a bop to this one, bro. I'm just like... As soon as I, as soon as she started spinning, I was just like, "Ooh!" <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this though. I did, I wasn't either. But I was like, "Oh, I'll take it though." Oh, of course, I'll take it, nigga. Listen up. How I come in just so effortless? I got you hooked. I know you wonder how I jig and finesse. The truth is, everything I do, I never do to impress. Somehow I, somehow I kind of find out words to express, but I digress. Kinda and I'm styling, styling. I heard it make diamonds, so it's hey, pressure. Yo. I'm applying. Keep putting in work, so this money's not compiling. Until this aspect to my family, I'm fighting. Oh, you know I'm tough, bitch, and you don't wanna get fucked with. Spit in your face, no discussion. Hop up on the beat, and I'm munching, laying crazy bars that these niggas never touching. You know what it means to make my head do this, bro? It takes a lot. Slow it down. What you say? That shit is heat, dog. Hey, yo, Key, if you watching, keep doing what you fucking doing, because people are noticing. You feel me? I hit my Harlem shake to this shit as soon as I heard it, bro. Yo, how many flows <laughs> she have in that song? Four? Uh, she had a couple of flows. Yeah, how many flows she, she had a couple of flows, yeah. you feel me? And that's what I tell people. Switch up the flow. Give me something new, you feel me? I saw her, what's today, Wednesday? I saw her last night, bro. I pulled up, and I was like... How I come in just so effortlessly? <laughs> I did like the Missy Elliott shit, nigga. Cause that's the type of vibe I yep. got off of it. That's who it is, Missy. That's yeah, Missy. Missy facts, is perfect. Facts. It's either that or like I, I hate to compare, but like if I wasn't gonna say Missy, I was definitely gonna say Doja with this record. But it's okay. It's okay because it's still hot. It's still hot. You feel me? So you did what you had to do. Alright, that's all of um, the new music I wanted to talk about from artists that we've had on the show recently. They all went on and do great and amazing things. And it's just a testament to let you know that when we're showing you somebody, when we bring somebody on the show and we're showcasing their music, know that we're not playing games. Know that we're not bullshit and we're not here to waste your time. If they're here in between us to talk, we're providing y'all with heat. We heat, bro. Tap in. Tap in, please. You feel me? That's what this platform is about. You think Kat listen to hip-hop? She don't. But she fucks with all these niggas. You feel me? It's crazy. She does. All right. So that's pretty much it. Let's go ahead. Let's go into our reality checks and we can wrap up the show. <clears throat> Rich, you <throat> already know. Yeah. So uh, you ever have someone blame you for their mistakes or blame you for the fuck-ups that they're, they're dealing with? That's why I'm single. Exactly. 
So my reality check is just take ownership of your own mistakes. Stop blaming other people for the faults and the the bad shit going on in your life. You have allowed people the power to have that effect over you. You are giving people the power to affect your life. You're giving people the power to inconvenience you and just take that shit away. Yo, I won't let you fuck me up or make me feel some type of way because I don't give you that power. I'm taking ownership of my feelings. I'm taking ownership of my life. Take ownership of your mistakes. If you fuck up, own it because you'll get past it way faster mm. than blaming it on someone else. When you take ownership of it, you'll learn how to get past this again. Learn how to not do this mistake again. And I'll be damned if I'm blaming some my own inconveniences on someone else. That mm. gives me no power in my own life. And I, all you can do is just soak. And I refuse to do that. Mm. I want to give myself power. I want to believe I control my destiny, control my fate. So take ownership of your mistakes because you're all you got. Like I always say, you're all you got. You know what I mean? Can prioritize yourself. Take ownership of your mistakes, people. Man, you felt that shit. Nah, nah bro. You felt nah, that one shit, thing, bro. Nah, <laughs> one thing I hate, nah, for real though, is yeah. just like one thing I hate is when like people blame other people for the shit going on in your life. Yeah. No one told you to do this thing. No one told you to do A, B, and C. Like it's there are a lot of decisions that you have to make. To get to a certain point. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So for me, it's just like, it's a lot did of you mistakes you got to make to get to that point? Too. Exactly. So for you to get to that point, and then you blame me for a tiny part I played in the grand scheme of things, you don't self-reflect. You don't take ownership of yourself, and I don't even want to be around you because that's not the type of person I want to deal with. Like mm -hmm. deflecting and blaming other people for the shit that you control. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm good. That lacks accountability to me, mm -hmm. and I can't deal with people that lack accountability. Mm -hmm. So. I love a good deflection. I love a good deflection. Nah. I get called the gaslighter for that shit. I love a good deflection. I'm like, nah, let's get back to the main point, yeah, nigga. We get, nah, <laughs> you ain't, yeah. Let's get back to the main yeah. point, bro. Facts. Be accountable. Oh, shit. All right. And then for my reality check, um, my reality check is to encourage people to try things that they're scared of trying. You feel me? Try something new. Um, recently, I've been shying away from this new role or this new purpose that I found for myself just because, um, you know, it's a, it's a big risk if you want to dedicate that much time and energy to it. It's a big risk because the fallout could be major. But I was just like, dog, you know what? At some point in my life, we're going to have to take a risk. Not saying I played it safe every year of my life, but I made sure I wasn't too far off. You feel me? I always made sure I was all right. But who knows what opportunities I may have missed out because I didn't take as many risks coming up. And I've learned to take more risks recently. And honestly, a lot of coming out to my favor, but I'm also enjoying myself taking these risks if that makes sense like i don't know growth yeah it's like when you're scared of how something is going to turn out but then it's actually like successful and you're like wow i almost didn't do that shit mm -hmm. but i'm so grateful that i did that shit it's mm -hmm. like it's like that type of feeling um it's definitely like a proud feeling knowing that like i could do something like that so i want to pass that on to everybody else you know take a leap of faith that's how i wanted to phrase it take a leap of faith Try something new. You never know what you could accomplish if you just give something a shot. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's my reality check for people. Take a leap of faith. 
Alright, and that is pretty much the end of the episode. I want to say thank you for everybody who stayed tuned throughout the entire thing. I did not intend to, for this to be a lengthy episode, but I had to catch up with my dog. Nah, I was it's about been to say, a minute. When we, be, when we do this shit, it when, just, we, when we be talking, we just talking. Oh shit. We just talking. Y'all getting that shit for free for now. But um, yeah, all I can say is thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube, all the social medias at the Urban Product. It's getting chilly out there. Shorty's about to take all of your clothes. So restock on merch at the urbanproduct.com slash shop. Okay. Maybe a restock coming soon, but we'll let y'all know once that's official, all right? So with that being said, it's been your boy DME. It's been your boy Cozy Rich. <laughs> and you've been listening to the Urban Product. We'll go ahead, uh, catch y'all in two weeks. We won't be here next week, but we'll catch y'all in two weeks, all right? Love. Deuce. <laughs>